You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis on all things sports. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, subscribe to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports, and like us on Facebook, NGSC Sports. We never stop. You know who I am. But you don't know why I'm here. Ding dong. Hello? Everybody three count. One, two, three. One, two, three. Because I was cute, or because I came from some famous wrestling family, or because I sucked up to the right people, I got here because I am good. I earned this championship. Frustrated into the goddamn word for it. This is bullshit. Brett made a very, very selfish decision. Brett's going to have to live with that for the rest of his life. Brett screwed Brett. I have no sympathy whatsoever for Brett. This is my show. My show. And I'm sick of all of you calling me the coward. You're the cowards. I'm the one here day in and day out in that wrestling ring beating people up. Thank you very much. I don't steal opportunities. I am the opportunity. Three ain't enough now. I need five. Welcome in, Jim. I'm an idiot. Ryan. I'm a sausage guy. Matt. Who gives a shit? Tim. Right on the cock. And intern Mark. Hi, boys. I'm going to tell y'all with a tear in my eye. This is the greatest moment in my life hello everyone welcome three count thursday we are live july the 22nd 2021 we are still the podcast of the millennium we are glad you're joining us if you're with us in the live video give it a like and a share we'd appreciate that go to our website three count thursday.com you'll find all of our social media links our merchandise over at whatamaneuver.net what a maneuver Thank you, Tim. Our Patreon page, patreon.com slash three count Thursday. We've started getting some more bonus content up there this week, and even more will be coming as the uh, days uh, continue. Make sure you uh, check out our collar and elbow brand deal store dot collar and elbow brand.com. Use promo code three count for 10% off each and every order. Our home network, of course, NGSC sports at NGSC sports.com. And our secondary home is the Leap Sports and Music Network. Matt, how would you spell that? I don't know. You'd have to ask Ryan. Mm. Yeah, Ryan. I think Ryan quit, guys. I think there's two E's in it, right? It's L E E and then an I. Mm-hmm. And then the letter B. And the letter B. 
Sports.com.com. That's the one. See, you can do it. I got like, it. Ryan's been saying for weeks that uh, it was his last show, and I I guess he was being serious. Yes, he was serious. So sure. he's, you he's not here. He's not here. Uh, Charlie, Devin, Lee in the comments, if you're following along with us, you continue to uh, interact with us. I guess Char- Charlie's feeling a little bit like Stone Cold. What? What? <laughs> Tonight. Are we? Uh, is our audio coming? Okay, good. Our, I was just making sure our audio was coming through. Make sure he wasn't wetting us because he couldn't hear us. What? Uh, <laughs> let's uh, intern Mark. How you doing? Hi, boys. I'm doing really good. Really good. And just because Ryan Smokey's not here, I'm going to be on my best behavior this week. I'm not going to talk about Roots Market. I'm not going to talk about Hershey Park. I'll I'll be on my best behavior. (laughs) Okay. Well, we we appreciate that. And I'm sure Ryan, if he's listening somewhere, appreciates that too. Man, I'm just just shocked he's not here. But we got to keep plugging on, Matt. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing well, you know, sad day that we lost Ryan, but we'll, we'll persevere. We will carry on. I mean, well, he might be out preventing forest fires. That's true. If that's the case, then that's all right. But then that, that would be an approved absence. I just, I don't, I don't remember us getting the, the, uh, the, him asking for permission to have a week off. I don't remember that. I don't recall that as well. Normally, we give each other a heads up if we're not going to be on the show. I mean, it's the nice thing to do. Yeah, and we have two group chats that he it, could have sent courtesy. either one in. <laughs> we, um, we do. It, just... I mean, the second one was by per his request, so it's uh, it's 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 pretty it's pretty rude. It's actually pretty rude, and I, I'm not a I'm not a fan. Uh, Tim, how you doing? Hello. Uh, I'm good, man. Uh, I'm even better because Ryan's not here to give me shit about my... <laughs> For the first time in, in history, we've got the wild orange Zoa, baby. Wow. First time. I'm going to drink a big glass of milk. This is my first first sip of the wild cherry. Let's hope it's I'm not excited. bad. I'm excited. Now, Tim, where can you find that? The 7-Elevens? Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Ooh, that's not good. <laughs> this one is not. Oh, man. It's not. Uh... It's not. It's not. It sucks. It's not orangey. Uh, hold on. It's not fruity enough. It's not orangey enough. I don't. So is it? Uh, is it like medicine-y no it just what, what um, was the flavor again wild orange okay mm. say. yeah uh this is ooh. maybe they should have done artificial orange and, and yeah i guess i don't know this is uh this well, is oranges you find out in the wild must taste like shit just dog water um <laughs> this is this is almost as bad as anyone else saying war games War games! War games! War games! War games! I mean, it's just as bad as like wow. a WrestleMania without Shane McMahon. Oh, it wouldn't. The best in the world! 
getting out of the way early. I like it. That's efficient right there. A negative and a negative is a positive, right? Right. That's math. Chain McMahon! Chugging it is worse. <laughs> what? what? Real, uh, that's that's kind of the like antithesis of thought, because usually if you have a bad beer, you just put it in a beer bong and get it the hell out of the way. Oh, it is. <laughs> Devin... Devin says he's uh, he's listening to us in a gas station before giving him dirty looks. So now would not be the time to tell people that you're packing, right? <laughs> Fuck those guys. <laughs> they should enjoy listening to jealous. us. Exactly. This should be this should be something. Uh, is Ryan working at the gas station? Maybe <laughs> working at the car wash. Maybe Jason says Tim looks like he's watching AEW <laughs> with all those f. Oh my God! Don't even get me started about <laughs> AEW this week. We'll man. Uh, we'll we'll get there. We will get there. Oh, I forgot to look up who um who won our our factions for the for the week for the uh, PW scorecard. We had we had two of them. I know Tim, you. Didn't you best us in the um in, for for money in the bank? But you got bested, which we'll get to. Yeah, when I'll we talk get about to the rest of the week. And like, does it? I mean, we didn't even. Does it matter if anybody won with Impact Wrestling? No, nobody watches oh, that. Okay. But That's... I think it was. I think it might have been Lee. I don't know. Let me. I'm gonna check. If Lee I'll... win again. Lee's on fire. I'll check. Hold on. I'm. On I'm, I'm here. Uh, no, actually, Ryan. Ryan took home first place points in Slammiversary. He had a cool hundred. Jesus. Yeah, I'll a one hundred. A one hundred out of what was the max total? A hundred out of one hundred and eighty-four. That's Let's pretty good. Go. Jeez. Yeah. That's real good for inside. Yeah, my finger can go inside. Oh, there he is. Yeah, I'm gonna have to make a separate soundboard just for Ryan drops because we there's they're growing, folks. It's big. It's enormous. Yeah, my finger can go inside. Oh. <laughs> he was invited to come. I'm a I, guy. so uh, I'm so I'm so mad. What are you mad about? Uh, or do we want to wait? Do we want to wait? You, let's go through on this day. Okay. And then... Let's do that. I'm doing well. I'm currently drinking a Nimble Giant. I'm working my way through some other ones. Uh, but we're, we're going to have a good night here. <laughs> Charlie said it's almost like Ryan's here. But yeah, let's uh, l- let's go to this. If it'll pull. There we we're looking, of course, at uh, July the 22nd in pro wrestling history. We actually have a bunch of birthdays today. David Von Erich, born in 1958. The Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, uh, was born in 1965. Fandango and Kenny King, both born in 1981. Akira Tozawa, born in 1985. And Thunder Rosa, the uh, newest official roster member of All Elite Wrestling, born in 1986. On this day. 1996 and this week of the Monday Night War, WCW Monday Nitro won over WWF Monday Night Raw 2.6 to 2.2 in the ratings. And the main event of Raw, WWF Intercontinental Champion Ahmed Johnson 
And WWF champion Shawn Michaels defeated the WWF tag team champions, the Smoking Guns, by disqualification. The Guns, of course, retained the title. They were disqualified because a newcomer in a blue gladiator suit attacked Ahmed Johnson from behind, causing him a legit ruptured kidney. This newcomer, of course, was Farouk Assad. Uh, in the main event of Nitro, WCW World Television Champion Lex Luger, Randy Savage, and Sting defeated Arn Anderson, Chris Benoit, and Steve Mongo McMichael. On this day. 2001, WWF holds their Invasion pay-per-view from the Gund Arena in Cleveland, Ohio, in front of 17,019 fans with a buy rate of 770,000. It was the first pay-per-view to feature the ongoing Invasion storyline. The show featured one match. On Sunday Night Heat, 10 main card matches. And in the main event, the WCW-ECW coalition of Booker T, Bubba Ray Dudley, Diamond Dallas Page, Devon Dudley, and Rhino with Shane McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, Helmsley, and Paul Heyman defeated Team WWF, which was Chris Jericho, Kane, Kurt Angle, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and The Undertaker, who had Vince McMahon in their corner. And the board is reloading on this day. 2006, Eddie Kingston defeats Larry Sweeney at Chikara's the crushing weight of mainstream ignorance in Hellertown, Pennsylvania to win the ICW slash ICWA Texarkana television title ending Sweeney's 19th reign. And then finally, if it's going to play, come on, you're going to do this? Come on. On this day! Thank you, Tim. In 2007... WWE holds their fourth annual and 18th overall Great American Bash pay-per-view from the HP Pavilion in San Jose, California. San Jose, California. <laughs> of 13,034 fans with a buy rate of 229,000. The show featured one dark match, nine main card matches, and in the main event, John Cena defeated Bobby Lashley to retain the WWE championship those were the events that occurred on this day. july the 22nd in pro wrestling history so uh before we get to the wrestler of the week standings for this week and and the reason that tim is so befuddled by the uh the pw scorecards again if you do not uh play along with us we have a faction um, before each pay-per-view, we'll make sure that we remind you the details on how to get signed up. I think the next time, of course, um, will be SummerSlam. So uh, we'll remind you uh, each and each and every week or uh, each and every pay-per-view. Uh, but you can play along with us. And Tim, you had put out a challenge, right? A few a weeks back. A challenge, yes. What, what, what exactly was the challenge? The challenge was that if you beat me... In the pro wrestling scorecard, that you would get the opportunity to pick my wrestler of the week, my wrestlers of the week for that week. And unfortunately, uh, pride goes before a fall, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not because I lost, because I. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest to Rod, Rodney. I'm going to be honest to Lee. Y'all didn't beat me. I beat me. <laughs> and here's why. I thought I was going to outthink the room. 
Okay. And right. I picked against my heart, and I picked Seth Rollins to win Money in the Bank, even though I knew, I knew it was going to be Big E. If I had picked Big E, I would have had Seth Rollins be the person who last touched the briefcase, which would have increased my total from six total points to six or to 19 from 16 to 19 from six from six to 19 points. Oh, six to 19. Okay. Which would have put me one point <laughs> behind Rodney. <laughs> now, mind you one point. And then if literally I got any other one-off thing, right. I would have had this in the bag, but instead it's, <laughs> it's fine. I know now to not outthink the room, but I will I will say this for the rest of you boys. I got six total points <laughs> on both money in the bank <laughs> matches. I had a zero for the women. And how did I do better than zero each of you? Point zero. How? Rodney says he had a zero for a score, one of the matches. Look. I don't know about anybody else that filled them out. I'm always terrible at these things. So that that that's my excuse. I'm just I'm just bad at it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever actually been good just because I don't really like pick the exact thing that I think is going to happen. I usually pick what I want to happen. Charlie says a, a bunch of malarkey. Timmy said, "Look at the field." It was either Riddle or Biggie. Everyone was there for bumps. Look, so here's, here's you can why. try and justify it at all. WWE out has outthought themselves many a time with the money in the bank. Especially if if you're going into because here was my mindset. It's it's their first night back on pay per view with large with a large crowd. Seth's in money in the bank. Seth wins money in the bank. The story with Edge is that Edge has not had his one-on-one -on -one matchup with Roman Reigns. Seth wins the briefcase. He cashes in, interrupts Edge because I knew we were getting to. I knew we were getting to Seth Rollins and Edge. I knew that from SmackDown. I thought we were going to get there because Seth was going to keep Edge from a one-on-one -on -one match. Instead, Seth interfered in the Edge match, and we got they're there that way gotcha okay so it was me over overthinking and putting it in a different light i don't want to call malarkey but i'm telling you this right now <laughs> just <laughs> like just like at the workplace where you have that sign on the board that says days since last <laughs> incident we ripped that off it's back at zero and y'all ain't beating me again. Lee, Lee said he didn't even know that there was a challenge. Well, now you know, Lee. This now is you it. know. If you can beat Tim in the future, you'll uh, you'll get it. Charles, that belt ain't coming off Roman for a while. I mean, I tend to agree, but again. I'm going to prognosticate and say that Tim will not be naming his wrestlers of the week after SummerSlam either. Oh. oh, I think someone wow. in the field is challenge. now going to be motivated and take him down. <laughs> Good. 
Um, no one was, th- that's right. No one thrown off the roof this year. So, so God bless. Um, is there, <laughs> is there any match in particular from, from money in the bank that, uh, that, that anybody wants to talk about? I would like to talk about Bobby Lashley and Kofi Kingston. Yeah, I think Bobby! I think I would like to talk about that match too. Cuz I feel that I feel like that was a very polarizing match with wrestling fans. Like I know was some it? of our some of our friends over at Take 3 uh uh Mike and Joe not a fan of the way that match went down. I think Ernest was a fan. I think Ernest gets it. At least in my opinion, Ernest gets it. Mike and Joe do not. Um, but Tim, since since you you brought it up first, go ahead. What do you want to talk about with with Mr. Lashley and Mr. Kingston? Well, first of all, uh, Devin needs to sit down because I beat him. I beat you, so you can't sit here. You can't sit here and say I need to shut up because I got my ass whipped. I beat if I got my ass whipped, you got what? I dead, dead. You got snapshot out of here. Like somebody, if I just got beat up, you got dusted. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that the matchup with Bobby Lashley and Kofi Kingston was exactly the medicine <laughs> that Bob, 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 Bob needed. Bob, 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 to set himself up as being. A credible champion opposite Roman Reigns. Kobe. Thank you. A credible champion to be taken down by Goldberg. Not happening. <laughs> not happening. No. I'm not I'm not gonna put a number on, on that not happening. I'm <laughs> I'm yeah. scared. Um no, I'm right there with you, Tim. Like, like I get I get why people I, I can understand why people are upset by what happened to Kofi, but like Kofi called Bob soft. Like S-A-W-F-T. Kofi kind of asked for what happened to him at uh at Money in the Bank. You like, want to hit the breaking news sounder real quick? Uh yeah, let's hit that. Devin has obviously slipped and fallen and busted his head at the gas station because he said he's going to beat me at the Summerfest. Ain't no way. Ain't no how. If he beats me for the Summerfest, I'm going to send him the link to the stream yard and he can take my spot. Uh Uh Uh-oh. He he can come on. There is... Jim, you got a number on there for what he'll how the percentage chance he's got to beat me at the Summerfest, and I think it goes a little something like this: zero point zero zero point zero percent chance that Mister Mister Big Dick Devin's gonna beat me for the <laughs> Summerfest. He might beat me in a Big Dick contest, but he ain't gonna beat me in no. In something that matters. It's big. It's enormous. <laughs> we will ban you. He's having a saucy guy. Summer slammed out. Summer slammed out. <laughs> Man, Devin, that's uh, it's a bold claim, buddy. It's a bold claim. Um, 
But yeah, I, the, not it, once has he I'm beaten nervous. me at any of these scorecards, <laughs> and he thinks that this think is summer is going to be the day. Hey, first time for anything. Yeah, it sure is. Um, I, it was I beat him. At, I beat him at Slammiversary. I beat him in Hell in a Cell. I beat him at Money in the Bank. That is three, four, three. Devin, <laughs> some would call that a winning streak. Ooh. Um, but yeah, dude. This is what this is what Lashley needed. Yes. Kofi called him out. Lashley answered. You know, th- this is this is the Lashley we had around the start. So what this what necessarily is the critique of the match? I don't have a critique. No, I'm the, I'm saying that Jim said it was polarizing. So what the oh. the critique that I saw from people is that Kofi they didn't need to have a match where Kofi got like zero offense in. They Again. didn't need to squat. Right. They I didn't. mean, we've, we've seen him bounce back, though, so I understand that. But it's not like this hasn't happened to Kofi before. And yet here he was again on Sunday wrestling for the title. Yeah, so Mike, uh, take three. So my anger was the zero offense, lack of care. Uh, we should truthfully have any time Kofi challenges uh, for a single title. I, I mean, I don't. I mean, I was invested in this. I, I like, I liked the build to it, um, and there was even part of me that was, you know, that was up until the Monday before Money in the Bank. I thought maybe there's a chance that Kofi comes out on top here, and then when I saw Bobby trash, oh, excuse me, when I saw Bobby. Trash the uh, MVP was it the the MVP lounge set mm-hmm. uh, in in the final moments of the Thunderdome. I thought Kof's in trouble, man. Like this, you you woke you woke the beast, and <laughs> it, you mean it's not getting better as it gets flatter and warmer. No, Tim. You thought you think amazing, right? amazing how that works. You know what? Also, it, uh, beer doesn't get better when you leave it open and just sitting. Yeah, I know. I, you know, so I, I don't, whether it was intentional or not, I think there was a point where, where Kofi had broken out of the, uh, the hurt lock. Um, so I, whether he got no offense or not, I don't think it was, it wasn't like a Brock Lesnar level squash. Um, but I, I don't think this hurts Kofi. I, I can compare this to a Brock Lesnar match. Brock did this with Kofi. At Beast at the East, Beast in the okay, East. Yep. Brock did this to John Cena, and nobody said anything about John Cena being the worst for wear. That's true. That was supposed to be to Daniel Bryan, though, correct? And he was just out with injury. I think so. Maybe. Yeah, I think you're right. Because <laughs> I think people would have been a little upset about that. <laughs> Probably. But even so, <laughs> like, one of my favorite SummerSlam matches of all time, though. Like that match oh, yeah. was so much fun. Like so much fun, but but if you look at this in real life, so let let us suspend disbelief. Like let's let's forget that we know that wrestling. Hold on, are all the kids out of the room? Is all the kids okay? So we we Clear. all know we all know Santa Claus yep. is fake, mm-hmm. and wrestling is staged. Right. Let's take away the fact that rest. We take away that. And we put a real life lens on it. Sometimes a really good team gets 49 nothing by a great team. Correct. 
not every time does every match have to be completely competitive. Sometimes the other team's got all the momentum. They steamroll in and they just put their foot on the neck. And that's what Bobby Lashley did. Yes. Bobby Lashley like held Kofi down. Like the one part of it that had me is Bobby had Kofi in the hurt lock and then just grown manned him and spun him out and shoot gooped him over his head. Just (laughs) taking the trash out. And he was and just threw that man. Yeah. And like, here's the thing. Kofi is Teflon. Like this is not going to hurt him. He is, he is as my friend, as my friend Marcus would like to call, he is a microwavable product. Okay. Meaning it doesn't take long to get him hot and he's ready to go. Like, all right. I like that. It takes, it takes like just a little bit of time and you immediately remember Kofi mania. Anything is possible. You put him in like, and, but here's the thing too. Kofi filled a purpose to get us to SummerSlam so that, because if not, this was going to be Drew McIntyre again. Sure. And we, nobody wants that. No, no well, that's nobody the, wants that. Right. Every, you know, we've been told for weeks now we, we're tired of Drew McIntyre. We're done. We're yeah. done playing with that toy for now. Right. Instead, um, we're going to get the toy motorcycle that <laughs> WWE has released thanks to beating yes. up Jinder Mahal's uh, uh, Indian badass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, as long as Heath comes back as a special guest ref for that match at SummerSlam, oh please, I'm, please I'm okay let that it. happen. Please let <laughs> Otherwise, that Otherwise, I have no interest. Um, I, I'm super bummed. Like I thought maybe there was a chance they were gonna bring Tony Jimmel back to announce Edge because it was like big match in front of crowds and right. that didn't happen either. So I guess we're just destined to uh to, to be bummed out. Uh let's see, Mike here says now he goes back tag division, not to be seen in anything meaningful uh till January. I mean it'll remain to be seen. Um I mean, because if anything, right now, I still think that the new day are just as relevant in this the raw the raw world title division than before goldberg is but just a a spot he is there to get his ass beat by lashley at some title holder until the rumble bobby lashley watch your mouth man (laughs) there's no way i'm speaking it into existence just because i want to hear Jim, walk it back on the Monday after and say, here's the deal. I understand. <laughs> you know, it's not all at. bad. <laughs> <laughs> no. WWE no. has a plan, and the plan is in no, 55-year-old Bill Goldberg. If their plan look, look, is for that bulgy <laughs> mass that used to be Bill Goldberg. I get he's still muscular, but Jesus, he's get. I'm done. If he wins that fucking title, I will not find the flowers in in, in that field. I will not. <laughs> I I said that the well, only reason that's I, the other thing I look forward to because we either get Jim criticizing WWE, which is rare, <laughs> which is or rare, we get, or we get Jim walking back 
the months he spent saying how much he hates Bill Goldberg (laughs) with a belt on him in 2021. Right. Now, here's the one thing. Here's the thing. The New Day are relevant because of who is Mr. Money in the Bank. Right. And I think Roman Reigns' dance card is pretty full until WrestleMania. I'd say so, especially think, from some of the rumors that came out today. Yeah, about who's scheduled to be in Brooklyn. Somebody who might be in Brooklyn. SummerSlam. Survivor Series, correct. Survivor Series, yeah. So, I don't we, think we, Big... Do we think we see like a, a brand switch and yes. Biggie comes over to a and reunites with the new day because Bobby Lashley has already jacked up his little buddy Xavier. Bobby, he, he jacked up his buddy Kofi. There's one left, and that's the big brother E. Yep, yep, and E's got all the momentum. And, and that would be a fantastic match to see. Lashley, who's been booked as a monster for so long against someone that the WWE universe has wanted to see hoist the title for so long. Right. Like you, as strong as you make Bobby Lat and, and mind you in my, in my head, Biggie beats Roman. Like in my head, he cashes in on the head of the table. Would be, it would be great. And he takes it, the universal championship. That's, that's, that's fine that's, too. Yeah. But that but, doesn't look like the direction they're going. Exactly. Right. So, so, I have to go contrary to that thought and see the other story that's being told with the new day and Bobby Lashley. If that's the case, then it does have to be not a squash match, but almost similar to what drew did to Goldberg. Like it has to be Goldberg maybe gets a spear off and then Lashley just destroys. Yeah. Yeah, It's gotta be, you know, like four minutes or less, something like that. I mean that. I mean for Goldberg's health too. I mean, yeah, it's gonna I was be a long ass break at Allegiant Stadium. Go double digit minutes in a match. <laughs> now hear me out though. What if at SummerSlam, Careful. Goldberg does beat Bobby Lashley? Uh, listen, listen. The story's not horrible. It gets better. Big E has gone on record as to say his dream opponent is Goldberg. Big meaty man slapping me. What if he cashes in on Bill Goldberg? I mean, and loses and beats that man. Big meaty man slapping me. Like, yeah. Big E for champ. I don't care what it is. I I mean, I guess. I mean, if the end result is would would be a a Big E cash in. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, I would. I would hate. I, I would hate that Bill Goldberg gets another fucking title title reign even if it's 10 seconds um but uh if, if the end result if the end result is uh biggie as champion then i, I i'm fine let see mike also says if the goldberg match is longer than this it makes it worse because goldberg got wrecked by braun yeah i i think i think it does need to be a short match yeah, and because the 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 Lashley Kingston was seven thirty five, I don't think, I don't think Goldberg Lashley will be that long. I really don't. Right, I'd say under five minutes. I think you can easily see a match like Goldberg versus Goldberg Brock from thirty three. 
I don't even know if I remember that. Um, <laughs> it was like I blacked out. It was, there were just it was gallons of sweat. On, on yeah, the <laughs> like Goldberg runs in spear spear. They roll to the outside. Brock gets speared through the barricade. They go in jackhammer one two kick out, and then I think Goldberg goes for another spear. Brock reverses F five. One two kick out F five one two three. Yeah, it, I think it, that's I mean, the match. Like yeah, I mean, somebody's <laughs> somebody's gonna go through a barricade. Somebody's getting speared like three times. I hope that they yeah, don't like, try to make Goldberg do a a, a jackhammer to Lashley because he will break Lashley. Jack Bobby Lashley is super agile. He, so will he go, would be able to avoid getting broken. <laughs> he will be able to go up. <laughs> and that's I think that's the hard part for like for the last couple of people who Goldberg has tried to jackhammer. Like Undertaker, really hard to go up. Braun uh, I mean, hard at, to go at, up. At Goldberg's age, it is hard to get up. Yes, that's I've heard. I mean, you I know, mean, they got some chewables. <laughs> um heard they go good with Moscow mules. Huh. Uh brass. Yeah, Mike says it'll take 14 minutes to get um, but after the bell rings, six minutes, yeah, uh, 20 minutes, 15 minutes. Like, so we saw Roman's entrance in an arena on, uh, on, on so that. That's gonna be a long, I'm not saying 22 minutes, take but your time. I'm not saying it will be 22 minutes, but my, my 22 minute entrance from The Undertaker may actually manifest itself into Roman Reigns at SummerSlam this year. SummerSlam. Um, why the, the coming out of this and and tying it to to Monday Night Raw when we saw um, Nikki Ash cash in the the women's money in the bank? Excuse me, Nikki Ash. Ash. Sorry, not Ash. Nikki Ash. Um, what what is WWE's fascination with? Just short-term Money in the Bank winners. Now, this was the fifth women's Money in the Bank winner. Mm-hmm. This was the second longest reign of the women's Money in the Bank. Carmella, 287 days was the longest of any Money in the Bank holder, but the rest uh, were cash-ins the same night, and now Nikki A.S.H. cashed in the next day, of course, last year. Um Oscar's turned into a championship reign with with Becky's pregnancy announcement. Um, but even looking, even Charlotte, looking at the, right? What's that? Three cash-ins on Charlotte, correct? Three cash-ins on Charlotte. But even looking at, like, I was even looking at the men's, and you had Seth's reign in uh, before WrestleMania 31. But even since then, uh, the rest of the men's Money in the Bank winners held it for less than a hundred days. Like is it just is it just a matter of the WWE just can't think far enough out? Yes. Like, <laughs> like yeah, it, it doesn't is, make that, sense. Like that that's something that you can slow build for so long. It's a year of programming that you can you can utilize and have that person carry and walk around with it. You can, but here's the problem: if you go back and look at the long Money in the Bank reigns. Everyone who's money in the bank ends up going on this ridiculously long losing streak. And then they're like, oh, well, why? 
WWE, the guy's got money in the bank is worthless. Nobody cares. He's losing to everybody. They said that about, uh, um, I'm trying to think of who Baron Corbin was like that. Um, Sandow was like that. The Miz was like that. The first one. Um, I'm trying to, what about Otis never had the opportunity, but it's like, it's just, they never know. Those are are all four people that probably shouldn't have had the briefcase to begin with. No, not true. I mean, I mean, I, I, made it, chips. hold on. Otis should not have Sandow should not have. I'll give you Corbin. That was, that was it. No, I said, I'll give it to you. But, no, for, for Sandow. Uh, he was over. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I don't think he was, was he? That, yeah, wasn't team Rhodes, that was team road scholars, but he wasn't yeah. super over. Like he wasn't, Stunt double over. That's true. Not not yet. Well, that's true. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't height of his powers. Let's see. Catching up his comments here. Um, can they opt to take the bullpen cart to the ring? Because if not, this may make everyone late to the show Saturday. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Because they have the um, was it a, is it UFC or is it boxing? Um, the, in Vegas, the same Pacquiao. Uh, yeah, the boxing. boxing. Um, be in Vegas the next weekend. Thank God. I saw you. I saw you post that. I was like, "Wait, are you going to SummerSlam and didn't tell us?" No, I'm going to my like cousin's wedding the, the week after all of that. Uh, like, well, God, I, pro- I mean, it's good and bad at the same time. Uh, oh, Tim, I wouldn't want to be there for early. all of that. Thoughts on Walter versus Dragon Ball Takeover 36 the night after the Summerfest? I hate that I have to cover this for two podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Big Jim's happy. She was all upset. I'm that, sure uh, she was. She was all upset. He's okay. He's gonna be able to defend the title I against Alonjadukadragaja. <laughs> <laughs> I told her that he got hurt and she was she was very concerned. Oh. But she was uh she was happy to learn that he is that he'll be back uh for takeover 36. Uh, let's see, Charlie says now he's happy the match isn't being called off. It's given the attention it deserves. Um, says don't mind the quick cash in, but I think they could have built a story of Charlotte being a bad and nasty villain, and Nikki is here to save the day. But the sure. story, they had a story for it, and nobody's talking about it. Nikki beat both Charlotte, Charlotte and, and Rhea. Rhea beat the leading the- up to Money in the Bank. Right, in the beat the uh, beat the clock challenges. Yeah. Right. So it's and Nikki couldn't win the title after Rhea was or after Nikki was next in line for whoever the winner was last month. So she becomes almost a superhero. Right. And now she's got superpowers, kinda, and. The, the the story with her is that she's been overlooked. She was overlooked in the Money in the Bank match, and while everyone else was preoccupied with each other, I thought that was a Nikki great way Ash, to that match. Nikki Ash climbs up, grabs a briefcase. Rhea and Charlotte are so caught up amongst themselves. Everybody's looking for Becky Lynch. Nikki Ash comes out and steals the Money in the steals the the, the title. Yeah, she's not going to be a long term champion. 
No. She's gonna she's gonna drop that strap. ASAP. Uh, uh, probably in a triple threat. ASAP. ASAP. But um, what? So thoughts on the on this gimmick? Because I personally dig it. I think it's great. I I I. I I, I the the only thing that baffles me about the gimmick is how they don't have merch yet, unless it was literally just a, it was that quickly thrown together. Because to me, you're back on the road, man. You need to have masks and capes and 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 t-shirts like that. How how long did it take them to have a lily? Too long. Okay. It took too long, but like you know, I like, don't I don't know if you knew this or not, Big Jim, but we're still in the middle of a pandemic. We can't just I've heard turn I've heard we can't that. just turn stuff around anymore. We well, can't just make it so well anymore. they gotta I they mean gotta she's be, been a character for long enough that you should at least have something for her. I mean, or at least that shit should be dropping like this Monday now that she's champion. I mean, they've been busy coming out with with all the not new John new, Cena merch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the new Cena merch, the new Bad Street USA shirt that's available that I'm going to have to totally get because it's Bad Street USA. They have a new Bad Street USA shirt? Up, oh, I'm out. It only goes up to 4X. You guys suck. Dude, that's another thing that's ticking me off about WWE. We have extra small, but we don't right. have five. Get the hell out of here. Who, what? What I person? Like how Tim says we're in the middle of a pandemic, and then you go on WWE shop, and the first thing you see is all of John Cena's <laughs> green merch. <laughs> like that. We're here, we're here talking about America's Moist Wanted, <laughs> but we ain't got nothing for Nikki ASH. Flat <laughs> no. rewind to Monday Night Raw. Uh Johnny Drip Drip is in a America's Moist Wanted shirt. My it was less than 10 seconds. My wife goes. Do not buy that shirt. <laughs> Jim, buy five of them. <laughs> and and give them to her Christmas as is coming to shirts. I was gonna say, I'm not I'm not trying to uh influence <laughs> anybody's Christmas purchases for Big Jim. You can throw but, you, you can actually, you know what? Throw her one during that Walter match. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but every time you know. they mention the, the, the drip stick, Johnny drip, drip, or now moist wanted, she is just grossed out. She is like, that is disgusting. It's amazing. It's so funny. I love it. Um, but Matt, I, I think at least out of the group, I know Ryan loves Nikki ASH. He does, yeah. He so, that so I think I don't, Mark. I don't know that you've really mentioned anything in our in our group text, Matt. I think you're the you're the objection to this. It does nothing for me. I I will say this. I I understand the story behind it, and you know, kudos to her for pitching that, getting it to take off, and you know, elevating her status with that. It just I. I have always disliked the superhero gimmick in general in WWE just because I don't think it's necessary. Like it's trying to combine things that should not be combined. There there are some exceptions, sure. I thought the Stardust storyline was great. Um for for a while anyway. But, <laughs> but he wasn't portrayed as like a superhero. Right. No no abilities. It's it, to me, it's like we're already suspending belief with a lot of the stuff as we watch wrestling. We don't need to take it a step further 
with the superhero gimmick. So that's why it does nothing for me. But I do like Nikki Cross as a wrestler, and I'm I'm happy to see her in this spot. I just wish it had been under other circumstances. Uh, see, Charlie says, I don't particularly care for the gear and the way the character is introduced, but I like uh, what she's doing. Uh, yeah, Mike, he didn't love Rosie. He was the shit superhero. S-H-I-T, baby. In training. Um, there you go. Rodney says these kids love it. And that's certainly daughter. probably the demographic they're going for. Oh, absolutely. And, and that's it's... fine. I mean, there's there's plenty of things that are made for kids that aren't going to go over with me, like the new Space Jam movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had enough time to do like you and I need to ha- do like a small podcast for like the Patreon. I will say that's Patreon content. Because right? I hated how heavy-handed they made the whole LeBron is a bad dad. It was a little over the top. Oh, my God. It was so bad. (laughs) But, yeah, so there are things I I understand are geared more towards a younger audience, and and that's fine. I'm not going to say that Nikki should drop the gimmick. She shouldn't, especially now because it's working for her. It's just I didn't like it from the start, and I don't see myself warming to it at this point. Uh, going back, uh, Tim, what is your heat with Walter and um, uh, Ivan Drago or whatever, is, whatever he's wrestling? So my heat is with Walter. <laughs> it's all with Walter. He just he does. I, he he does zero point zero for me. <laughs> like zero point zero. I don't see the hype about big frumpy claymation Walter. <laughs> Tim, like, but he chops people. You know who else chops people? Roderick Strong, Ric Flair, Charlotte Flair. Literally everyone when they get lost in the middle but of a match. Oh, like what do I do? Hold not. on. Hit. Like he chops people really hard. He power bombs people. He doesn't. He, he. I know. Just about the. I actually like. Wall. I like the music. <laughs> he was really good. I mean, come on, it's good. Walter's a wrestler doesn't do anything for me either, but I do enjoy the theme. The theme is great, but I I see when I hear that music, I hear someone else. Because I Jim, you ever as, play a, that music as an you, indie fan, yeah, what's that? Did you ever play on I'll the piano? Did you, ever, did you ever play that music when you entered the bedroom at night? <laughs> oh, yeah, must have been. Right. I just walk in in my trench coat and my BVDs. <laughs> no, you're wearing three things, you're wearing four things. Excuse me, you're wearing a trench coat, your BVDs, a fresh pair of socks. And the America's Mo- Moist Wanted shirt. <laughs> Busting in. Dada. Dada. Gonna, what she's not going to know is I'm going to sneak one of the uh, Amazon devices into the bedroom and put it on max volume and then <laughs> tell her to play the Imperium theme. Right. And then I'm going to kick the door in. Just off the hinge. Just and, and and off the hinge. So, Charlie, I understand <laughs> that he's a monster in Britain, like prog- progress wrestling and ICW, like I get that, but also 
I'm not the biggest fan of the British style. Like if you look at, if you look at all of my takes of wrestlers, the only ones that I've actually been high on is Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate. Everyone else I could take or leave. And like, that's not an offense. It's just, I'm not a big fan of like, I'm not a fan of the British style. Like, like for example, big Jim is not a fan of A-W. new Japan, of, oh, new Japan. Or, yes, of, of Japanese Japan. wrestling. Like, and it's, <laughs> and it's, and, it's, and big Jim will tell you that the guys at new Japan, super talented. Oh, absolutely. Great wrestlers. Not for me. It's, like, it's always it's in like been my same stance with with like watching soccer. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a fan of watching think. soccer, but I'm not going to take away the athleticism um, and the skill that it takes to play the game. Like I would be an asshole if I was like, yeah, these guys aren't athletes. Like, yeah, no. Does that also apply to fling golf? Oh no! If you play fling golf, you're an asshole. <laughs> no, and and Charlie, you're perfectly you're perfectly good. Like, like. Not to peel too many layers of the onion away, but we're making we're making movies over here. Maybe I'm exaggerating how much I hate Baby Huey, and I think he's garbage. And that this whole 700 day reign he's been as UK champion should be cut in half because half the time he was champion defending on his couch during a pandemic. Like literally half that reign should be going away because he just couldn't defend it. Let me ask this thoughts on Abushi. Maybe, um, I really wish that Abushi could face Shingo. Like, I hope that that match does go on. I think Shingo being IWGP World Heavyweight Champion is tremendous. I, but Abushi's been banged up a lot. It, what, like, what is he almost? I'm trying to think what Abushi might be out with. Um, I think he had some like concussion type. Was it? Was he the one that had, was he the one that had COVID and now has like a oh well uh, has a like pneumonia or something, right? I know that um, Rainmaker Rainmaker had uh, COVID. Okay, and he was out for a bit. But I I love New Japan. My problem is I just don't watch enough of it. Right. I, I don't. He's got pneumonia. pneumonia. He's got pneumonia. Uh, which especially right now nobody's fucking around with that <laughs> pneumonia is like one of those low-key really important things that you like shouldn't get oh yeah people yeah. people think that like pneumonia is like that's ah, fine just go to sleep like, well and like once up. you have it you are more susceptible to getting it time and time again and uh those are your lungs man <laughs> like uh not good if you get it but uh yeah um any other thoughts from money in the bank otherwise we'll go around and give it a grade and then we will uh we'll move on uh tim um other than the fact that i didn't know how much i missed john cena until he (laughs) came back nothing like john cena coming back was are you sure about that oh my god like how i mean that was it, it made up like honestly john cena returning made up for a really bad finish for the universal title match okay. i didn't like the, i didn't dig the finish at all for the universal title it but was when, it was a it was a lot it clunky. was a lot it clunky. was a lot yeah yeah i agree um, 
All in all, though, solid B for Money in the Bank. It was a hard reset. What we got out of it is what we needed. We've got the future lined up in Big E. For most parts, the people who won are the people who should have won, and I can't go wrong. I can't be mad at that. Uh, Matt? Yeah, I gave it a flat B as well. Um, I thought it started very slow and then finished very strong and a great pop to end the night. So um, good overall pay-per-view. Um, intern Mark. I think last week I gave it a B plus, and I'm going to stand by my B plus. I was entertained. I really enjoy seeing the fans back in here in oh, the fans. Uh, I will give my boys. I'll give the uh, the Peacock app a solid D. That's being generous. Oof. I dude, like. I mean, it, it was bad. There's no denying a, a, an app basically crashing mid-show. But, but like, we, we, I think for me, the time I had lost it was about 20 minutes. A good portion of that was the in-between match, like the, the video and whatnot. So I think I had, I had missed the first couple minutes of the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. And I'm like, and I, I, I saw a lot of people like tweeting, like, this is how we used to watch pay-per-views on channel 99 back in the day when you just heard jarbled audio i mean like think about like where we've 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 gone in, in just what seven years we went from all right i watch wrestlemania i watch SummerSlam, i watch the rumble i'll try to like maybe stream most of the rest of the pay-per-views if i feel like it and can find it on uh illegalstream.tv or whatever the hell those sites are and now, now we're at a point where, like, I mean, for me, I get my Peacock app for free. So it, I literally don't even pay to get the service. And I think there's probably a lot of other people that do. And it's like, even if they even still, it's $5 a month. And, and we're like, we're losing our minds for 20 minutes of missed content. <laughs> like, it's, just, it's a wild shift in, in how far we've come um, as wrestling fans. I mean, obviously, it's, it's a, non preferred but it was the first time that i've had ever had any issues with peacock since the yeah. since the switch for a live Agreed. show i had more issues with the network beforehand so big jim with yes. all that said how high of an a did you give money in the bank <laughs> no my, okay so my grade for the show based on my match grades was a b oh as, as i as i outlined on the on the patreon it's one of those weird shows and it was it was bound to happen where like the feel of this show, especially because how it ended with with Cena coming back and all of that, and like you could draw like a line just about in the middle of this thing of bad start, solid finish, and then the the, the pop with Cena, like from match grade to like how it felt in like the moments after the pay per view, there was a very big because like if I would have just went on feel, it would have been like probably like like an A. But if you look at the show objectively with with the, with the matches, especially the, the early part of the show. Yeah, I think I think B is a fair grade for for Money in the Bank. Devin says B plus is great for Peacock. Um, dying is an F. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was so it was so great though to see the internet wrestling community on Twitter unite. unify for once mm-hmm. and just dunk on Peacock. Sure, crazy. sure did. Sure, God, this sucks. Blah, yep, blah. And nice. then we all crowdsourced the fix. Like we one did. person got the fix, and then everybody was like, "Restart your app, restart it, restart, right, right. restart, restart, just restart." And I'm like, 
you know, like I posted, just restart the app. And then like I saw like people that I interact with fairly regularly Retweet. saying we're still having issues. And I'm like, yo, just restart the thing, man. It's going to be fine. Um, kill, but yeah, let- kill, 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 kill. Kill, kill. Um, all right, let's pause real quick. Let's go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk rest of the week. We have some other things. Uh, stick with us here. Three Count Thursday Live. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis on all things sports. Or check out our podcast on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, subscribe to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports, and like us on Facebook, NGSC Sports. We never stop. Are you looking for a place to listen to your favorite music and sports? Look no further. WLSN, the Lieb Sports and Music Network, is a web-based music and sports network. Our network was created to provide authentic, high-energy entertainment through live streaming to a national audience. We play popular music while hosting podcasts from all over the world. Curious? Check us out on the web at LiebSports.com. That's L-E-E-I-B Sports.com. Or find us on the TuneIn Radio app. Got Alexa? Just say, Alexa, play WLSN on TuneIn. WLSN is America's number one blog-themed sports and music network. Welcome back, Freak on Thursday, live July 22nd, 2021. We are glad to be with you on this uh, Thursday night. Oh, Tim vaporized during the break. So Ryan's gone, Tim vaporized. We're down to three. We're back down to, to three. Three count Thursday. We, 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 are, we are back. Different three than we started with years ago, but, uh, but three nonetheless. But uh, we are going to talk, of course, uh, coming up here about our uh, wrestler of the week. And uh, much more. So why don't we go oh, ahead? Well, and... I mean, Tim didn't oh, necessarily yeah. need to be here for that anyway, since he's not allowed to give his. Oh well, that's a really good point. So let's hit the song. Since John Moxley and Cesaro, way before Gargano, there was Savage and Roddy and Saturdays on NBC. These five guys on Facebook are gonna take a hard look. Freak on Thursday, praising you, the wrestler, wrestler, wrestler on the week. All right, week number fifteen in the uh, in the standings. Now we we did get a a letter, and you know the that, like weird thing where the the people in the blue outfits come around and deliver to you every day. You've got mail. We uh, we actually had a piece of mail, and it, it was from Ryan. So I mean, I guess this is his parting gift, maybe to the show with his uh, week fifteen picks. Uh, he is going to go with uh, number three, Rosemary and Havoc. At number three, number two, Nikki A.S.H., and number one, the Good Brothers uh, for Ryan this week. So, 
Uh, thank you, Ryan, wherever you may be. <laughs> uh, anybody want to uh, want to go next? I will, because I didn't make picks this week. All right, Tim, go ahead. <laughs> so because I beat myself and Money in the Bank picks, uh, oh, oh, Rodzilla uh, got oh, to make my picks. So for for me, I've got Kenny Omega at three, um, Bobby Lashley at two, and Nikki Ash at one. Uh, Charlie has to bounce out. His uh, his 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 lovely wife is home. So, Charlie, thanks for checking in with us this week. Have a good week, buddy. He said uh, he said hello, Mark. He said hello, Mark. Um. All right, so so Tim via Rodney has entered uh, has entered his picks. Uh, Matt or Mark, you want to go, or do you want me to go? I can go. Go ahead. Uh, number one, good I also man. had the Good Brothers in that spot. I thought that was a good match for for tag team at Impact matches. Go. Um, second place, I had Big E, winner of the men's Money in the Bank ladder match i thought it was much deserved an exciting match fun finish and then number three uh at that impact show diona perrazzo retained her title thought that was a a great match and here is the reason why nikki ash did not Ooh. make my top three and it wasn't because of the gimmick it's, again <laughs> nothing to do with that right i didn't think nikki's wrestling matches this week on a week where we had so many title defenses so many big matches i needed to see a little more out of nikki wrestling for me to put her in my top three wrestlers of the week so that's the only reason all right all right nothing to do with the superhero gimmick and you know on a normal weekend where it's just a wwe pay-per-view she is most likely in the two spot at that point yeah, I mean, there was there was literally wrestling every day um, yeah. for for our, our week this week and two pay per views. So honorable um, mention for her. Very good. Insert Mark. You want to go? You want me to go? I I'll go ahead and go. Big Jim, is that okay? Is that upset? That, that's perfectly fine. Go ahead. All right. So uh, I'll tell you what. This was a tough week for me to decide. I'll be honest with you. There's so much going on. So uh, number one, I put down the Nikki. Is it Ash? I think we call her A-S-H. Yes. And number two was uh, I did Big E for winning the men's money in the bank. And number three, once again, uh, the Good Brothers uh, for that tag team match over at Impact. Very, very good showing. Um, but, yeah, it was tough to decide, honestly. I, this was one of the weeks where I really struggled with who I went to put in the top three. Yeah, definitely. Devin says Ryan, uh, he heard Ryan fell into the ocean. Certainly, certainly possible. Um, let's see, Mike here has uh, Biggie at three, Bobby at two, and uh, and Nikki at one. Bobby. Um, so for me, uh, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go Roman. I'm gonna go the big dog at number three, uh, the head of the table, uh, successfully defending his title yet again uh, against Edge. Yeah, the, the the finish got a little um, got a little much. Um, but the head of the table reigns supreme once again. Uh, my number two, New Men's Money in the Bank uh, briefcase winner is Big E. And uh, number one, 
um, you know, kind of coming out of nowhere to capture the Money in the Bank briefcase, and then the uh, the surprise cash in on Monday Night Raw. That was uh, Nikki A S H is my number one uh, of the week. So, Tim, what is our uh, standings for the week and then for the year as well? So for the week, uh, in third place is. Uh, or in fourth place, rather, is Bob Lashley. Uh, number, three, number three is Big E. Number two is them good brothers, Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows. And number one, with 18 points, three first place votes, is Nikki, almost a superhero. And for our year to end or year to date standings, the big dog stands on top still at 34 points. Uh, Kenny Omega in second, Karrion Cross, Bianca Belair at third, Bobby Lashley with that fourth place victory. Bob, not Bob, 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 takes himself out and puts him in the fifth place spot with Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, and Zoe Stark. And then Nikki Ash joins the bevy of superstars that have earned first place points uh, this year. Uh, week 15, and we have had how many different people earn points? 61 wrestlers as of today has earned at least one point towards wrestler of the year. Is that including Ryan's joke picks from the one week? Uh, yeah, Adnan Verk. <laughs> Adnan Verk has just as many points as Kofi Kingston, oh. the Young Bucks, okay. Big E, Tegan Knox, and the sleeping ghost of Mercedes Martinez. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, I mean, I think Adnan having as many as the Young Bucks is okay, but uh, the rest of those are pretty. A agree. motion to take a point away from carrying Cross after Monday. <laughs> oh my God! No, actually, I would be happy to give Carrying Cross extra points for getting <laughs> owned by Jeff Hardy. <laughs> like, why? Awesome. Don't care. Tim. Tim was just. Awesome. He you was an undefeated me. monster for yep. like a year in NXT, and, and then he loses on a schoolboy. And <laughs> suck my dick. This guy <laughs> lost so fast. Yes. Why am Serves I him right? That's Serves why right for not having uh not having Scarlet with him. <sighs> exactly. Like, oh my god. Like that entrance is built for Monday Night Raw. And, and that you're like, you're like oh, hot even... and the smoke and all that. No, no, don't do that. Just walk out with your not shaved head, and and just look all sad and and alone. Yeah, let's do that. That wasn't even the worst part from Raw either, sadly, oh, it... because that Eva Marie trip <laughs> was so you know so you know I love my girl, I do. <laughs> oh, but. She's what's, making it real difficult. What's worse, Eva Marie making herself trip or the towel spot? Oh, it's it's definitely Eva Marie. Okay. <laughs> I just say the towel spot now because I know it irks you guys. But. It irks me so hard. I hate it. I hate that I care so much about that stupid towel. 
but man, it uh, man, just... her her like tripping over her own <laughs> Like I love Eva Marie. She looks so stupid. She looks I stupid love... compared to somebody named Dewdrop. <laughs> <laughs> she looks stupid next to a lifeless doll on a swing set. That like, lifeless doll would have sold that trip a hell of a lot whatever. better. I love, I, I do, I love Eva Marie, I, and I love this Alexa Bliss, but man, that segment was, woof, bad. It it sucked out loud. Um, it was a week away from being involved in the worst of the Thunderdome era. <laughs> it was. It certainly was. <laughs> they got to do that one in front of live crowds, so even better. Yeah. Um, but that is week number fifteen of our uh, of our wrestler of the week standings. Since John Moxley and Cesaro, way before Gargano, there was Savage and Roddy and Saturdays on NBC. These five guys on Facebook are gonna take a hard look. Freak on Thursday brings to you the wrestler, wrestler, wrestler of the week. three count question of the week so as we uh once again continue all july long we've been doing our salute to american independent wrestling and um so this week we uh went a little bit different than just a basic uh question and answer if you were starting your own independent wrestling company who are the first three wrestlers that you in charge of your company are calling to book uh, for your show. So uh, is there um, anybody that wants to start us off? Tim, why don't you go? Sure. I'd love to. So um, I will, I'll show my hand a little bit and, or actually not my hand, but I'll show someone else's hand and uh, Walter's hand. No, I'm <laughs> He can put that hand in his pocket and play pocket pool, or they call it they call it snooker over there. No, they call it fling golf. Fling golf, fling golf. Um, so I'm actually gonna take um a singles competitor, a male singles competitor, a female singles competitor, and a tag team. All right. Um, For me. You can't go against Hallow Wicked. I I'll stand by it. Hallow Wicked would be my number one superstar on the male side. Um, as far as females go, um, for me right now, I would probably go Erica Lee. Okay. Um, very big up and comer. Actually, I'm gonna change my answer, and I'm gonna go um, Edith Surreal. Formerly known as Still Life with Apricots and Pears. Okay. Um, Dynamite, Dynamite competitor as well. And then my tag team would be a team that uh, has a name that is shared with another team, but the main event, not the one with the masked lion. There is another right. team named the main event. Uh, they wrestle out in uh, Illinois or not Illinois, Ohio area. And they are two big stud looking studs. And uh, I can get behind that. So that's my, that's my three, my that's three. three. Acts. 
All right. Um, Mark, Matt, you guys want to go or do you want me to take it? Um, before Mark lists the sea stars three times, I will go. <laughs> go for my men's, um, for me, I, I kind of decided like if I'm starting this promotion here, I'm going to pick people with recognition in the area. So for my men's superstar, I went with AR Fox just because of what he's done in the area and he's been involved in a lot of bigger companies too. So I, I feel like he's a good one to have if you're going to start a company on the women's side. Um, sorry, Danny Cage, I'm stealing Gabby Ortiz from you. I know she's kind of been the face of women's wrestling at the Monster Factory and done some work in Ring of Honor as well. So she would be my female wrestler that I'm going to build my stable around. And then um, sorry to Brett because I'm stealing Iron Beast from GCW. I think those guys are just so much fun. Uh, just two dudes that just beat the shit out of whoever they come across. And I think that's kind of a, a, a fun staple to have if you're starting your tag division. And as an honorable mention, I will say I, I would like to get the Kirks, Brandon and Casey Cattell involved in my promotion as well when we go more towards the death match and intergender type wrestling, which I would probably want to do with my promotion. Very good. Um, yeah, I'm actually going to jump in line in front of Mark so then he can just talk about the sea stars and I can mute him if I have to. Um, my number one is is probably the hottest guy that, that's on the the independent scene uh, right now. And, and I, I think Ryan, in one of our previous questions, had used him, and that's Danhausen. Uh, he's a guy that is probably going to get locked up somewhere uh, before too long. So if I'm making that call today, um, I'm calling Dan Housen. My number two um, is somebody that uh, is still um, very good in the ring, can um, be be used against just about anybody, male or female, uh, but I think is also a valuable uh, person in, in terms of being able to teach a lot of things, and that is Lefisto, um to, to head off our uh, my uh, women's division. And my number three, if I'm if I'm starting a company, um, I'm going to look to uh, a, a friend. And uh, and somebody who um, you know is is a big man. I'm wearing his shirt today. I'm going with the boar. Um, he's a big boy, and uh, he's a good dude. He's a good brother. So if I'm making a call, I'm making a call to one of the good ones. So uh, those are my three. Intern Mark, I guess. Go ahead. <laughs> floor is yours. Well, I'll be darned. The ocean floor. Hey, thank you, oh. boys. <laughs> The ocean floor is all mine. I'm going to seize this moment. Oh, no. and I'm going to mute myself just in case I'm I blur out a see. swear. <laughs> Take it easy. It's going to be all right. So uh, for a female, I, Jim, I, like you, I went with Lefisto. All right. As uh, my female wrestler, Lefisto. And uh, for the male talent, I had to think about this one, but I went with someone uh, who we know has wrestled here locally. And uh, I went with the Neon One, the Neon Ninja facade, because he's All very right. excited. The kids love him. The kids love that Neon. They love it. And boy, this was tough. I was trying to think of a tag team, like an exciting tag team that really make a splash, <laughs> like a new wrestling promotion. Uh so I reached for, not to the sky, I reached to the depths of the ocean for the stars. And that would be the sea stars. 
And I know Tim probably wants me to clam up about them, but I don't know that I can. The uh, the sea stars. Anytime you see wrestle, it's a uh, it's a whale of a good time. Their opponents don't realize it, but they're in dangerous waters. It's uh, just fantastic when the sea stars are around. Ridiculous. And I had an honorable mention for uh, a female. Uh, that'd be uh, Paula Mayfield, who was uh, on the 90 Day Fiance. She was the uh, from South America. <laughs> she uh, is now a professional. No wrestler. idea who that is. She's in uh, Florida, CCW in Florida. Paula Mayfield. Who? Paula Mayfield. Check her out. Who? CCW. Florida. Who? Paula. She married You're Ruff. saying Flo Rida? Flo He's, I think, Flo Rida. A, he'll be, that's a future Hall of Famer. WWE Hall of Famer. Flo well, he's not yet, so Mark can Flo certainly Rida. book him that's to do true. it. And, you know... They were in Florida this year and didn't even use him for the theme song to WrestleMania. So maybe well, right, can, uh, is, is he going to jump ship to a uh, free agent? So he's going to Mark's. He can do the 50 50 raffle. <laughs> is is, is Flo Rida? Uh, uh, is he going to be all elite uh, as well? Uh, all elite Scooby Doo. Because that does that does seem to be and 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 somehow we we made the transition to this topic using flow rider but um it was kind of a stretch kind of transition we made it we made yeah. it it doesn't matter how we got there um you know we, we clark griswold told us that that as long as you get to the destination uh that's the important part um but AEW certainly making a lot of uh, a buzz uh, i don't you know whether you want to call reports news or not that that's another story but um well, last night on Dynamite, some some hard news that that we do know is um, next week it will be Chris Jericho, the pain maker, Chris Jericho, in a no DQ match uh, against none other than Nick Effin Gage. Um, so R.I.P. Chris Jericho. It was it was nice knowing you, pal. The pain maker. The pain maker. You know, waking up with pain in your oh. back, Jericho <laughs> does not. Make oh, you the pain maker. Oh, oh. Um, so like that, you know, the, the buzz yesterday, of course, talks of Daniel Bryan possibly signing, CM Punk possibly getting his his um his name back in the ring there, but uh Nick Gage showing up on Dynamite. I, I don't know if anybody had that one on their uh on their radar. Uh pretty cool. I mean, you figured the the what is it, the five Temptations of Jericho, or whatever the fuck. Oh my god, I just labor the labors, the labors of Jericho. That's right, because he's fat and he looks like he's going <laughs> into labor. Well played by MGF on that one. He's constantly laboring in the ring, <laughs> dude. It, he was he was blown up big time. I believe there's a sound effect that goes, "It's a glandular problem." Uh, <laughs> do I still have that one? Yes. <laughs> Stop it! Cut it out! I have a glandular problem. Yep. Now, now, folks, you'll you'll the notice labors. that uh, that the rumors are still rumors, and that Daniel and Punk have not signed yet because Jim referred to them as such, and not <laughs> Brian and Phil. <laughs> yeah, uh, Brian and Phil are not there yet. Um, but but you know that's that's been the big obviously the biggest buzz of, of 
you know, the last what, 24, 36 ish hours um, is that Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson re- reportedly um, has already uh, reached an agreement with AEW. There were some reports yesterday from Fightful that um, CM Punk is, is, is kind of uh, considering getting back in the water. I think there was one earlier today. Uh, maybe ringside news. So, so that one, uh, you really got to take it with a grain of salt that that deal uh, with Punk and AEW is already is already a done deal. Um, a lot. Of, I mean, that that's two big heavy hitters that um, you know Punk's been been talked about for years. When's he coming back? Where's he coming back? Uh, Daniel Bryan um, possibly moving to AEW. What what does that do? Um, for for the the dynamic in 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 the wrestling world is that that to me that does feel fairly seismic right not punk you don't think punk is i think punk's return to the ring is big enough punk himself as a wrestler is probably not going to be big it would be like punk in ufc this <laughs> <laughs> is a big draw until you know he had his first fight yeah, I just, but I mean, Punk's still—he's on the wrong side of forty, but he is still younger than you know, like Styles and Cena and Goldberg and Goldberg <laughs> and Bill Goldberg, Bill Goldberg, Bill Goldberg. Um, if anything, I feel like for Brian Danielson, this is a huge, a huge thing, especially if Daniel is the gateway drug to get the. Bellas. Do you really think that they would make that jump though? Bree would. Are they doing? Yeah. Well, good. They, they can have Bree. That that's fine. But Bree and Nikki think, are a package deal. That yeah, they they generally are. Um, they fit in great in the women's division. Even then, like if they want to get back in, if AEW wants to continue to like look into the into the reality television gimmick. With uh, roads to the top, <laughs> like they've yeah, got I'm, Bree and Nikki, right? Because yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I think Total Bellas is done, done-ish. I, yeah, I, um, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ish. like Total Bellas. <laughs> Ryan loved it. He, he, he did. He, I'm, I'm he sad actually, for Ryan. I, I think he was really upset when Ryan they first the book. The, the network to the Peacock because I don't think Total Bellas had made the jump at first. So he I, still, That's why he's always complaining about That's why he's been really about. salty for the last couple of months. Yeah. That's why he got back on his candy cigarettes. Oh, well, Mark. We lost Mark, Mark. Gone. We lost Mark. Um, what the? There we go. Um, I don't... Yeah, I mean, I, I I think Punk would be would feel bigger if it wasn't hitting the 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 wrestling you know media world ahead of time. Like if if you know you're tuning into Dynamite and it's you know the the top of the nine o'clock hour and Cult of Personality hits, I feel like that's bigger than like, hey guys, see him Punk signed. Because, like, I mean, I know it, it, it's going to be a cool moment when he actually debuts, but I don't feel it's going to have the same punch. Yeah, I also don't think it's going to be called to personality. Really? Yeah. Because that was the last... 
it'll be his AFI theme. Okay. From okay. when he was in the Indies. Because I'm I just mean, so that would get a pop. Probably oh, not for as sure. big as Cult of Personality, but I don't know, man. People can like while while Cult of Personality is definitely more well known as like a fan or as like a person, people know Cult of Personality. The wrestling fans, like the AEW fans, that That's AFI song, that That's AFI a, yeah. song sure. is Yeah, I think that's a solid point because yeah, I think I think AEW fans are more tuned into that probably that part of it, yeah. Um, than than the mainstream quote unquote fan. Um, but I mean, if they want the bigger pop, then they probably would have to go with the more recognizable to the universal wrestling fan, which is COP. Yeah, I. I yeah, I think I just think the moment the the moment will. I I think not you know the the, the reports coming out now because it's like okay well we're gonna are we waiting are we waiting until all out are we waiting till after all out are we well, going before all out like Tony Khan has an announcement next week on Dynamite I well that's true I thought it would be for some sort of show announcement but. Maybe it. I bet you it's. I bet you it's Brian Danielson. Where is it? Where are they at next week? Um, Seattle. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Tacoma. I I honestly don't even know where they're at next week. Are they back in Jacksonville? No, Jacksonville is homecoming is next weekend. Is August fourth? Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. What if it's an an one? What if it is an, an announcement for an announcement? <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Like, Wouldn't shock I, me at this point. I'm going to announce that the newest AEW signee will be, will be in attendance next week. Next week. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Because Tony Khan, oh, Tony Khan has said numerous times he is not a on-screen character. Hmm. So it has to be something big. You would you would hope, unless he's just ego stroking himself. Um, stroking it. What <laughs> he's stroking? stroking. Uh, what what? Uh, I had this question when the, when the news started kind of coming out about about Brian. Is what what does if anything what does the Brian signing to AEW mean to WWE? Do you think it means anything? Do you think it's it's a blip on their radar, or is it just okay? The more and more that AEW is in effect or in a, in in the game, the more and more I'm re- returned to the Monday Night Wars or the Monday yeah. Night War. WWE loses Hogan, Luger, Savage. Diesel, Razor, One Two Three Kid, the Earthquake, Duggan, and like they lose all of these recognizable names to the competition, mm-hmm. and then eventually, like WCW puts the boots to them for eighty three weeks, famously, and eventually, like you know. 
they don't pull it out. But at the same time, nobody from like AEW is saying that these guys are from WWE. Like the outsiders, the outsiders were basically like, oh my God, these guys are from the other place. They're going to take us over and put us out of business. Right. Everybody who's come in from your big shows and your Mark Henry's and your Chavo Guerrero's and your Andrade El Idolos and your John Moxley's and your Pax and your Cody's, all of them, they're putting over how great AEW is. Right. It's not like where I've been, it's where I'm at. Right. And if they keep doing that, especially with Daniel Bryan, with this forbidden door crap. Well, I think, yeah, I think the the Bryan signing is so he could work in Japan and he can can do things that WWE wasn't going to let him do. Right. Um, Yeah. You know, as I kind of thought about it, um, this may, this could possibly be one of the better things for WWE, I think. Because if, if we want to look back and we want to make a similar comparison to, to the Monday Night Wars, when you lost all of those guys that you named over to WCW, it forced you to look at the Rockies and the Austins and the Mick Foley's and um, all of these other guys that may not have gotten that look if Hogan and Savage and all of those guys remained in the WWE. If if Brett didn't leave, if uh, you know, if, if any number of things didn't occur, if Sean didn't lose his smile and get hurt and have to go away. So if you're losing Daniel Bryan, who has been such a huge part of the last decade of WWE program, decade plus or close to a decade, and and you lose CM Punk, who was such a big part of you, and you know Andrade was a future star, and, and all of these guys, um, and, and and women, you know, if we start to see you know more women, if the Bellas leave, like. You know that that's a. I mean, that's like a WWE entity. You know, we can make jokes about the Bell, the Bella Twins, and and their in ring work or whatever, and then their. But that, that's a WWE entity. That that's some like that's something that I don't think a, a year ago we would have ever said. There's a possibility the Bellas go and and work somewhere in another wrestling company. I don't think we'd ever seen that. So maybe this is an opportunity for if if all of these pieces start leaving and bigger pieces start ending up on AEW, it's going to force the WWE to look within itself and, you know, redo what they did. And, and I, I get the business is infinitely different now than it was back then. And, and it's not, and, and Vince isn't going to put Tony Khan and, and AEW out of business. I, I think that, that whenever AEW isn't AEW anymore, if, if, if that ever happens, comes to a point where the cons go, nah, this isn't financially working for us anymore because they're business people. So if it's not financially working, that's when they pull the plug. I don't think Vince is going to put them out of business. I think the, the, the world's very much different. But I think this is a situation where if, if WWE, you know, and, and, to AEW's credit, I mean, I, I've been on record in, on on um, on the show and on Facebook posts that like I don't think AEW is going to do a million consistently. Well, they've done, and, and ratings are ratings. I'm not putting a lot of focus on them, but they've they've done over a million the last two weeks. And there's no reason to believe that this week will be any different or the following week will be any different. And the shows reflected. The shows have been great. They really have. 
This week, um, I think they did a 1.1 1. 1 with a mm-hmm. 4 4 share or something like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're and when they're, they're getting those views and putting on the quality of shows that they are, that's just going to increase, like exactly. Saying. So, and it, and if you know, I know SmackDown had a jump last week, Raw had a jump. And so the, the the fans being back is helping everybody. So so that that's beneficial all around. But like, if if things don't start to shift and change, and you start getting Punk and and Brian and all of this, if, if there comes a point where, and I get different nights, but if AEW's number is higher than Raw's number, I think that's where that's where Vince is going to become Vince. I think that's where where things may shift a little bit there. Here's where the, diff, the the comparisons to the Monday Night War stop. The two of the three names that you mentioned that WWE pulled from to make stars were discarded WCW talents. Mick Foley, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Who are they going to get that is their Austin? Their discarded... Like AEW would have to lose somebody. Well, I mean, because all uh, like who's the most underutilized non WWE name in AEW? Could you think of one? Uh, uh would have been Miro until the last couple of weeks. But he's a WWE, WWE guy. guy. Oh, that's yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, underutilized non WWE guy. I mean, there's got to be some. I mean, that, that roster is gigantic. There, I mean, it is, but like, nothing. but but that's the thing is like, who would that top person be? It's not somebody who you would say would be Stone Cold Steve Austin. True. Let me look at their roster and see if I can pick someone. Yeah, like I would have said in a different time, Joey Janela. Yeah, but not anymore. I wouldn't pay to have Joey Janela on my roster. Well, and I, I think that's the thing too. Is like AEW's roster is is bloated. Like I think there there's got to come a point where, financially speaking, again, businessman being a businessman, like that that roster, there's got to be some trimming coming on that roster. And I think some of those early deals are are probably coming due anyway. I mean, does it though? Does that roster need trimming? I mean, if I'm looking at the Wikipedia page and it is, that is a long, long list. They have a lot wrestlers and like, and I'm not, I'm not denying the cool factor of impact superstars showing up on AEW and vice versa and new Japan and stuff like that. But like, yeah, when you're using utilizing other talent, there's plenty of talent on your roster. That's not being used at the same time as well. You know what I mean? Like, right. There's definitely, there's definitely, uh, there's definitely a lot that, that, that could be utilized different. And maybe when rampage comes though. And another thing too, is like WWE isn't the spot that it was back in the day. Like there are maybe some people who aspire to still like one day I'll go to the WWE. But it's not like the destination like it was in the 90s for wrestlers. Like, oh, I got to make it to New York. Now, wrestlers are more interested in like the art of wrestling and being wrestling for wrestling and not wrestling for entertainment. 
like the whole Finn Balor argument from NXT where he was like, WWE is the movies and NXT is Broadway. AEW right. is a lot of Broadway. Like there's some entertainment aspects. There's some sports entertainment that's there. Oh, I, I think they're very heavy on sports entertainment and that's not a, that's not a shot. Right. But I think, but it is. I mean, look, I mean, I have watched the Sting Orange Cassidy clip from last night. My God. <laughs> more times than I can care to count. And, and I mean, a year ago, I, I didn't quote unquote get Orange Cassidy, but I mean, it's, it's fantastic. Like that clip, like that clip is, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> fucking Sting just, I mean, how fucking great was that interaction? That's sports entertainment. Like they're doing it, they're doing it well. And and I mean, it's been no secret that the the person on this show that has probably been the most critical of that company and the fact that they've been a sports entertainment company since the beginning has been me. But it, it's they're doing it well enough that like that thought isn't even there for me anymore. Like them being the sports alternative is so distant that they're just they're doing what they do so well that they're they're just doing it. Yeah. Part of another thing with like AEW though is they're doing all this cool stuff but rooted in it is they're pretty much putting on the exact same show every week. Oh, I agree. Like, let's look at Dynamite except for the United States title match to close out the show, every match on dynamite mm -hmm. had a finish that involved one or more persons outside of the ring doing something. Oh, I've, I've, I've taken notice that like there was, with the last pay-per-view there was all but one match that had some form of outside interference or uh you know faction gang war on the outside jericho uh, the jericho match had the run-in with tully blanchard and sammy mm -hmm. the women's title match had two things with vicky and rebel mm -hmm. uh darby and um darby and wheeler was caught up with the sting and OC stuff. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think what else was on the card. Uh, Orange Cassidy and the blade had run in with the bunny. Yep. Um, did, uh, did gallows and gallows and Andrew or Anderson jumped in on the gallows match. Yeah. So, I mean, literally every match had, had except for the, the one that wasn't even for an AEW title. It's like there's no clean winners or losers. And, like, right. eventually you're going to keep doing that, and it's going to build a critical mass. Yes. And eventually you got to – eventually you have to have clean winners and losers. Exa yeah. And then, right. And and that that's that's probably been – that's probably been my, my only or slash biggest – complaint is is and i think i i think i it was somewhere around the middle of the show i tweeted out how every match on the show so far had some sort of like ring apron interference um so it, it's it's those sort of things that 
you know, it, it probably need to be watched a little bit with them. Um, but I, I think people, whether it's consciously or, or, or not I, people, I think for quote unquote, forgive them, uh, for that, or look past that with them because like, they're the cool new toy. <laughs> um, you know, like W like WWE and they, they do. I mean, how many, this was this past Monday on raw was how many times have we seen Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley or how many times have we seen a version of like the Viking Raiders versus AJ and almost like we've seen a lot of re repetitive matches on WWE. And I hope that coming out of the, the, the Thunderdome and, and money in the bank weekend fog, we start to see more new stuff with them, more, more superstars being utilized. WWE gets criticized fairly for being repetitive. AEW. I don't think it's the same. It's the same because they have, different wrestlers competing but they have the same finishes uh or, or the same shenanigans on the outside so like they're being repetitive in a different way and and maybe it's just not it's not conscious consciously as noticeable because it's it's happening in a different match maybe um but the the, the punk thing the brian thing definitely something we need we're going to need to watch um and and we'll, we'll keep an eye on you know I, I I haven't posted anything about it because it's you know because it's at this point it is kind of still more in like the rumor realm as opposed to the actual news realm. Um, but one more thing tonight before we get out of here, uh, the Money in the Bank, and this is the first time, and I know like people have talked about it before, but money in the bank every match on the card had some form of stipulation on it whether it was the briefcase or for a title and it was the first time that it, like it for whatever reason it really struck you know struck me in the head like i think wwe has too many titles like it, like and, and 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 maybe it's because like i'm after every match i'm i'm posting you know and still and new or the money in the bank winner to our facebook page and i'm like Wow, every single match on this card has something attached to it. There's not just a tag team versus a tag team or a single versus a single. Like is it is it possible for WWE at this point? And I don't know if it's because USA wants their own set of titles and Fox wants their own set of titles. But like even if you want to have a a, a world championship and a universal title, but like can we combine the tag titles? Can we combine the um, U.S. title and the Intercontinental title? Can we not have a women's title because we don't have a women's tag or women's tag title because we don't have a women's tag division? Um, maybe only have one women's. I don't know, but like it just or and I think Tim, you and Marcus on one of your shows talked about going back to brand specific pay per views. Maybe that's the answer. If it's not unifying titles, maybe it's the 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 brand specific because then you would have matches that are just matches and can build up the undercard to eventual titles. Yeah, that's the thing is that if you start merging titles, then you want to talk about seeing the same matches every week. You're going to see like the same dudes on every show with the title. 
That's true. Like, remember when like Seth Rollins was Intercontinental Champion because Brock Lesnar was World Champion? Mm. Like when you when you lessen the number of titles, the bigger fish who are, should be main eventers drop down to the mid card. Like I feel like the number of titles we have right now is perfect. With the exception of maybe the women's tag title, but that's because it's an underserviced division. Sure. It's and it's not it's not the women's tag titles fault. That the titles WWE are great. And that WWE's mismanaged the division. Like the titles are great. Like at the same time, like AEW has like they're about to create a six man title. Is is that for real? Like okay. Yeah, like I think it's coming. That might maybe be that's, maybe that's Tony's announcement. Yeah, but like, think about the number of three-person teams in AEW. There's no, to, no division, no division, no title. You could name like eight. Yeah, because there's. I mean, everybody's in a faction or a group. I mean, correct. Even Christian is like now with with the Jurassic, uh, Express. With the Jurassic Express. Yeah, it's like it's. It's very Japanese and like everybody's got their team. Right. Um, WWE's like, you could you name me four teams on Raw or SmackDown for the women's tag titles? No. Four. You literally have Natalia and Shayna, Natalia and Tamina. Right. Shotzi and Knox. That was on delay. Uh <laughs> and then who that's it. Like that's literally yeah, it. Yeah, there's no one. I'm I glad guess. I picked four. Like, I'm glad that was my like because I was gonna say three, and I'm like, no. But like, yeah, I, I and I, I thought they were breaking up Shayna and Naya this week, but instead they just Naya just headbutted uh Reginald. <laughs> right. And then that Reginald wins the 24 7 title right which i thought they had just gotten done away with and I'm right. like, oh. which i mean it 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 doesn't they, they for a good for a joke title they they dramatically underutilized that during the pandemic because you could have done a lot of fun things with that during the pandemic um but but i mean you can do you can do the chase and whatever with fans, but I, I thought they were going to just silently make that disappear. Um, but yeah, I, maybe maybe that's the answer. Brand specific pay per views because then you can have just two guys on SmackDown wrestling each other for for no reason than to just have a match. But you so lately though you've been building to Money in the Bank. Right, and everything revolves around Money in the Bank. SmackDown, you're probably not going to have a lot of, because you think you're going to have Rollins and Edge as a non-title match, and SummerSlam is going to be huge. It's going to be four hours. Yeah, SummerSlam. I think after SummerSlam, things are going to start making more sense. Right, we're just trying to get to SummerSlam at this point. Right. And then things will be a little bit better. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, um, any other thoughts on this before we wrap up? I know, Tim, you and you and Mark have some hard outs here at the top of the hour. So any other thoughts on the things we've talked about? Otherwise, we're going to close this thing up. I'm good.
Good. All right, yeah, we're right on time. All right, let's hit it. Mark, got anything to plug this week? Man, let me think about the, uh, if you live here locally, the uh, the Great York Fair starts tomorrow. All right. Saturday. I, I My, Matt, God bless. <laughs> yeah, get ready, Matt. York Fair. How, how close is that to you, Matt? Like 10 minutes, maybe. Okay, so you're probably all there right. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't have to go buy it. There's places I, to avoid for the next I week. I drove but. by it today to get my lunch and remembered that it was starting. So I was like, oh, good reminder. <laughs> yep, there stay away. Is. You got the York Fair and then the Lebanon Fair begins, I think, Saturday. So we have two fairs going on next week. So that's exciting. How about so, it? I'll be busy all week. Very good. You have fun, Mark. Matt, got anything to plug? Nope. Just check out the Instagram page at Three Count Thursday. Vote on the woman of the week um we're still running that woman of the year contest last year's winner amherst blair modeled our shirt so that's one of the perks of winning woman of the year you get a free t-shirt top two finishers we make a donation to the charity of your choosing so just like to have fun with it as we're building our our platform there and shouting out some awesome female wrestlers across the country across the world someday maybe we'll see how far we get this but for now u.s based but that's it at three Who's, counters. Who is the woman of the week this week? It is Alicia Toot from um what's she on now? MLW still or is she I think she's still MLW. I mean yeah. interviewer extraordinaire. Interviewer so. extraordinary. Yep. This is actually our three hundredth woman of the week since we started doing Ooh. this. Three hundred different Very nice. So. See you, Devin. Have a good week, buddy. Hey Mac, would you consider uh would you consider Paula Mayfield for woman of the week coming up? Sure, I'd like to get the okay from them before I do that. So I'll I'll reach out to her and, yeah, and reach see out. if we Lee, can get thanks that. for the suggestion there on the book. Um, Tim, what do you got? Yeah, and I'm the tool man across all platforms: Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. If you care, I'm on TikTok. I don't TikTok, but you can send me your Tiki Talks. I'll watch them and laugh at them. Maybe uh, if you enjoy my takes here, listen to me on Final Wrestling Place. At Final Place Pod on Twitter. Listen to Viewers Choice after every WWE AW NXT pay per view. Um, at VC on North South. Uh, just remember to tell somebody you love them. Uh, be the light you want to see in the world. Positivity breeds positivity, man. It's that bro science. You you think it you that PMA positive mental attitude. Take it with you wherever you go. It's uh, it's the light that shines on the darkness. So big Jim. I like that a lot. I like that a lot, Tim. Thank you. You can follow me at Big Jim Sports. You can follow Ryan at RYN Eagle. Figure out why he wasn't here this week and ask him why he didn't get the approval for the time off. But make sure you're following the show at Three Count Thursday. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram are at Three Count Thursday. It's always the number three. Go to threecountthursday.com. Patreon.com slash Three Count Thursday. Bonus content galore. We're getting more up there each uh, and every week, uh, go to whatamaneuver.net for all your merchandise, our collar and elbow brand deal as well. Some of the best and uh, most comfortable wrestling merchandise out there at store.collarandelbowbrand.com. Use promo code 3COUNT for 10% off each and every order. Our home network, NGSC Sports, at NGSCSports.com. And our secondary home is the Leave Sports and Music Network. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening and interacting with us tonight. And until next week. Stay safe, stay smart, and as always, go for the pin. Pins.